Hello, my darlings, and welcome back to my YouTube channel. If you're new here, my name is Maria. Please subscribe below so we can be YouTube friends. Today, I wanted to talk about the concept of escaping the matrix. I myself have made a video about escaping the collective matrix. Um, this is slightly different. I find that in spirituality, a lot of people are obsessed with escaping what is. Um, escaping the system that we all come to incarnate into. And that is considered, quote-unquote, enlightenment or at least awakening. It is, again, in certain circles, it is believed that once you escape the matrix, you have essentially made it spiritually. Um, and then a lot of people attach a lot of different meanings to what that means to them. But even if they get aware of certain very simple concepts, such as, well, the government is manipulating us or media is manipulating us, all of a sudden they've escaped the matrix. Now, I do love movie The Matrix. However, I do think that partially that movie is to blame for the narrative that Matrix is quote-unquote bad. Matrix is a system of control. And as a human being who sees the control, we should want to escape it. And that is really the only, like the end-all be-all of, of existence. I felt it was time for me to set the record straight and give you my perspective on what escaping the, ma the matrix actually is, and if one should escape the matrix in the first place. Now, if you've been watching me for some time, you know that I talk about the concept of the architect a lot. The architect is the right hand of source, and the architect and source consciousness are localized source, which is a projection of the, um, call, call it the all-encompassing source consciousness, have created the current version of the matrix that we all come to incarnate in. Is this matrix evil? Is it good? The answer is it's neither. It's a game. It's a reality that we all partake in. Every single human incarnated here is in one, in, in some shape or form, partaking of this virtual reality type system. Uh, what is the purpose of the matrix? The purpose is learning and expansion. Learning, expansion, growth, and development. How does the process of learning and expansion happen? Usually, it happens through the process of contraction. So you come into an experience, and you are face-to-face -face with a challenge or challenger, an antagonistic force, something that is a reflection of what you are at soul level, something that is a reflection of your own distortion. And then that distortion in your field makes itself known through an experience. And that experience then get crystallized or gets crystallized in karma. And initially that may create a contraction, meaning like a fissure in the system or a fissure in, in you know, in your auric field um, or like a dark memory, a trauma, uh, something dramatic that your body remembers, all of the above, right? And that gets written in your personal Akashic records. That becomes part of the quote-unquote history of this reality. Um, so a contraction may have happened. A contraction is anything that is dramatic or traumatic that you may come across that lives an imprint in, in who you are, what you are as a being. And then through that process of contraption or contraction, what you eventually do is you expand. Why? Because all of these little fissures um, create a tapestry, they create a map of all the ways that your soul wants to grow. Um, for example, certain souls may come and they experience a myriad of um, trauma, like a lot of traumatic experiences around being a mother or being a daughter or being a son. 
of being a father. And it's all these familial things, right? And they become little fissures and part of the Akashic records. That means that that soul wants to expand around parenthood, right? And the idea of parenthood and that type of, you know, relationship is really, really important to that soul. So the soul may choose experiences that expose all the ways that is not harmo- that it is not harmonious as it relates to parenthood or being a child. Um, another person may come to experience a different level of trauma, something that has to do with expression, being on stage, sharing their voice, um, you know, and suffering with their beliefs. And that is a very different facet of trauma. And again, something that I would call a contraction or contraption, something that happens where like your energy um, gets momentarily squished almost by this traumatic experience into something uh, almost like a vessel uh, that is going to remember or like an object. Because usually trauma in the body is crystallized, right? Like you experience the trauma, you think the trauma is gone. No, the trauma has crystallized itself into some type of shape or form that lives inside of your body. As a healer, I see this all the time with people. Um, we have to extract all of these objects that are inside of their vessel. And of course, I'm talking etheric vessel, but everything is interconnected. And through that object, we can understand what the trauma is. But really, it's energy that is being trapped by, um, you know, some t- some type of, it could be a geometric shape, it could be a creature, it doesn't really matter, but some type of object, right, that objectifies the trauma. But it does create, it's like it feels very dense. It feels very heavy. And the reason it feels very dense is because a lot of energy has been trapped in a very, very small um particle of existence, right? And then placed inside of your body. Because it would be quite impossible for you to place, I don't know, huge amount of energy inside of your vessel. So we contract it. It's almost like, um, do you guys know like some, uh, like um, there is like a way to archive your files um, um, on the computer that really um, lowers the the size of the file. So it's the same, it's the same concept here. So um, essentially trauma happens and the trauma was, I don't know, five terabytes of data that gets contracted to, I don't know, three megabytes and placed inside of your body, if that makes sense. So um, as we go, uh, like as souls in this path of development, as we go along our journey, first, there is the moment of that makes us want to withdraw ourselves into ourselves, the trauma. And this is what we are feeling less than. The matrix is a construct that enables us to face all of these fissures in our being and be faced with experiences that almost help unearth this little particles within ourselves that are not in in congruence, not in oneness with everything else that we are. And not only does the matrix inherently mirror everything that we are, the matrix help us heal, helps us heal all of those things so that we can be on the path of expansion. I don't know, this was a tangent, but this wanted to come through just for context. And so a lot of people vilify uh, the concept of the matrix because they believe that, well, our world is rough and we are being controlled over here um, as a race, as a species. Um, humanity is going through so much pain, so much suffering. The problem must be the system that we all incarnate in. And so the matrix must be the problem. The matrix is a perfectly synchronistic system. 
The matrix is everything to all beings. What that means is, in and of itself, it's neither good nor bad. But what it is, is wise. And build in accordance with the laws and the rules that enable the fastest amount of growth for each soul uh, possible within as little of a period or time frame as possible. And so what we should be asking ourselves instead is, if the matrix is an infinitely malleable system, and we form the matrix with who we are as beings, our emanations, that means our thoughts, our feelings, our energy, our being, way of being, our lifestyles, all of it. And, right, the matrix being the malleable system, think of the matrix as dough. Um, as a baker, I can make croissants with it, I can make bread with it, I can make sugar cookies with it, or, I don't know, I can really mess it up by putting too much sugar and too much salt and too much pepper, and then it, it would be completely inedible for anyone, right? And I think that number one thing that needs to happen is we all need to take responsibility for the actions and the emanations that we have. Because if we don't like, it's almost like we are all looking at the reflection and we're saying it's the mirror that's the problem and not us that are being reflected in that mirror. And that is the fundamental problem because the matrix is a construct that contains within itself all 12 dimensions. The matrix is a construct that contains within itself the full, rel the full realm of experiences. It has worlds that are completely utopic from our perspective, meaning worlds where everything is love and light. That is not what we are experiencing today. Why is that? It is because the matrix is our great teacher. The matrix is a program that is designed specifically to showcase what are the things that are disharmonious within our being. And it will really put us front and center, kind of like put that, like, like show it to us two inches, like, you know, in front of our face. This is what your problem is. Do you recognize it? Do you see the pattern? Do you see that it's a cycle of repetition of the same old, same old? And of course, with humanity, we like to think that if we got ourselves in a predicament, if we don't love the state of the world, from whichever perspective we look at it, it must be somebody else's fault. It must be the government. It must be the media. It must be the Anunnaki. It must be, I don't know, somebody else. Oh, the Illuminati. Let's not forget about those. It must be the Masons, the Rockefellers, like whomever, right? Like it's, it's them, not us. But here's the thing. Going back to what the matrix is, the matrix is a perfectly synchronistic system, meaning whatever facet of your higher self came in here with whatever fissures, whatever dis disharmony it had, that is what the matrix is going to reflect back to you. And not because it is some evil being, but because it wants you to learn and it wants you to choose. Matrixes, and that's why we say this is a, you know, um, the universe of free will. Free will is very, very important in the matrix. And you vote all the time. You vote every single day. Now, you think that you, know, you vote, I mean, for, for, for instance, when you vote for president, it's a very easy process for you to understand. You pass the ballot, you know, somebody records it on the other side, and then something happens. Now, the, you cast votes every single moment of your life by the frequency that you emit. 
the frequency that you emit is a sum total of everything you're thinking, of everything you're feeling, and of everything that you are at this moment in time, energetically, right? All of, So essentially your energy, your emotions, and your thoughts, all of these frequencies combined. The matrix then analyzes that data in real time. It's a very sophisticated system, and it will project your reality based on what you're emitting. That being said, that being said, you have your own slice of the matrix, your own personal cell of the matrix that you control 100%. And then you have a slice of million, well, essentially a slice of the collective matrix with millions, billions of people at this point that are all contributing to that one big projector of reality. And a lot of people are disliking what they're sensing, what they're feeling, what they're receiving in this light projection of reality. What does that, what does that tell us? That tells us that vibrational humanity is at a very low level. That is why our collective vibrations amount to this. I will tell you something else, which is completely controversial. And who knows if I'll get paid from star seeds based on this. The number one principle within the matrix is the principle of resonance, or shall we say it's one of the primary principles in the matrix. What do I mean by that? You can only attract what you're a vibrational match to, or you can only see in the world what you are a vibrational match to. So there are a lot of, call them light workers. There are a lot of souls that come here with amazing intentions to help humanity evolve. And there is that sense of, I'm better than them. Or there is some sense of, well, you know, they're playing these little wars, or they're playing this, I know, zero-sum game with, like, relationships, or they have this crazy constructs here, like rape, or hate, and all of that. And I'm so above and beyond it, I'm so evolved as a star seed, and you know I'm here like this is this benevolent force. And I will tell you this: whether you are a star seed or identify as one, whether you are a light worker or identify as one, or whether you don't identify as any of those things, one single truth remains: you are a vibrational match to this reality at soul level. So if you are believing that you are this great savior, and by the way, nothing wrong with the savior archetype. If you believe that you're this great savior, so how would you say, did you align to a reality with so much self-hate, with so much hate for the other, with so much war? And the answer is you would not be able to. Your higher self could literally not project you here as hard as it, you know, uh, as it could try if you didn't have those same patterns with you. And so I'll tell you this. There's no escaping from the matrix. Not really. Well, I mean, I guess you escape from the matrix when you die. The thing is, most souls just come back, right? So we all end up back into the same square zero. And there is this need that I'm seeing in the collective. And the hotter things are getting outside and outside world, the more prevalent this trend becomes of this trend of wanting to run away, this trend of wanting to escape, of not wanting to face life head on. Um, it's it's a, uh, essentially a form of escapism. And we're seeing it everywhere uh, with people like not wanting to be present to reality. You cannot outrun yourself. 
you cannot outrun yourself no matter what planet you go on, or even if you don't choose to incarnate inside of the matrix, which is a choice for every soul, by the way. You don't have to come here. You choose to come here. In fact, your soul believes it's a fantastic experience. And so when really, when you're talking about escaping from the matrix, what are you really trying to escape? Because a lot of people refer to if I escape from the matrix, that means I escape from, you know, the control of the bad ones, uh, or the hierarchy that is above me, whichever shape, way, way, shape, or form it looks. But the thing is, how did you become a vibrational match to tyranny? How did you become a vibrational match to hate? And the only way that you would be able to do that is because a part of you inside is that. So looking within really is the best way to quote-unquote escape. Because why? The only way to live happily in a matrix, and especially on a third-dimensional planet that we find ourselves in, during a very tumultuous transition, and we've seen some of it, but we haven't seen the rest of the movie yet. The only way to not just remain sane, but thrive in this, is understand that the change starts with you. The change outside of you starts within you. Every single one of you. And if you're trying to escape the matrix, ask yourself, what part of you are you running away from? And face it. What part of you is so painful for you to look at that you would pay big dollars and you know go into all of these courses to try to escape? Because that is the answer that is going to bring you closer to light. That is the answer that is going to bring you closer to unity within. That is the answer that is going to help you face yourself fully. And you know what happens when you face yourself fully? When you look at yourself in your own history, past lives, you know, doesn't, doesn't really matter how far you go, even this lifetime. True forgiveness comes from understanding yourself. But true forgiveness also comes from not shying away from the parts of you that are not so glossy. And believe me, we all have them. We all have them. It is normal, quote unquote, to not have stuff 100% figured out. But what really pains me is to see this many people trying to escape reality because you can never outrun yourself. And by this urge to try to not see what is, you're prolonging your own suffering because what's going to happen is you're going to spin your wheels in one lifetime you're going to go back to your higher self. Your higher self is going to tell you, okay, love you, but you're going to have to do this again and again and again and again until you face yourself. So really, what is it that you're trying to escape? What is it? Try journaling on this answer. If you don't know what the answer is, use your physical body to serve as a vessel to tell you to showcase things about you that you don't know that you don't know. What you can do is do a meditation where you get present to your body and you ask your body to showcase you one part, like one aspect of you that is running away from itself, one aspect that wants to really escape and ask your body where it lives in, in, like in you, where in you does it live? And then take it out of your body as if it was an object. Place it inside of you and in your mind's eye. Ask yourself the question, what does it look like to me? So the first thing to get clarity on is what does it look like to you? 
Once you understand what it looks like, then the next question is, what does it feel like to you? Is it hot? Is it cold? Is it heavy? Is it light? I don't know. Whatever that is. The next question to ask is, what does it represent to me? What does it mean to me? And how did that get created in my body? And through these questions, you start unraveling some very deep patterns that you didn't know that you didn't know about yourself. You do this enough time, sorry, enough times. And what ends up happening is your body starts raising its frequency. You become lighter. You become brighter. And all of a sudden, you feel comfortable in your company. And you feel like, you know what? I don't want to run away anymore. I'm good where I am. And then from this place of I'm good where I am, you're not going to want to escape the matrix. You're going to understand that the matrix is a tool. It's like, don't blame the messenger, right? Understand the message. The message. There is absolutely nothing to run away from in this beautiful matrix of ours. It is a perfect synchronistic system that exists for one purpose only, to teach us all the ways that we are broken and all the ways that we shall be healed. And so with much gratitude for the matrix, I would like for you to approach every day as a learning opportunity and to understand that you truly are the most important person in your life because it's like you have a little projector in your higher heart here in the thymus gland. And that projector, you know, kind of like uh, encapsulates, it gets all of the information about your system and it projects your reality forward from here. Does this make this reality an illusion? Well, it is just as real of an experience as any other experience you can have. And that is why it is such a profound learning tool. That is why it is used all throughout the universe and the many universes. That is why it has been, you know, from in, in, in some, in, in some ways, that is why I kind of almost want to defend the matrix because it has been bad mouthed. Um, like a lot of good things, right? And uh, that being said, I would still recommend that you watch my video about how to escape the collective matrix because it does have some of the tools and tips for you on how can you can best control your mental state and your emotional state as we're going through this roller coaster um, that we call life. I hope this was helpful to you. Please let me know in the, in the comments if this resonates or if something wasn't clear and I'll see if I need to do a clarification video. I'm sending you so much love. I'll see you in the next one. Bye.